With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape begins a journey to fight for a future for apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX, now playing, and theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. 56% of job seekers say the biggest challenge is finding a job that matches their qualifications. This according to an Express Employment Professionals Harris Poll survey. The job search can be lonely, but Express Employment Professionals can be your one connection to finding that job that fits you. Each year, hundreds of thousands of people find work through their local Express office. Find the location nearest you at ExpressPros.com. No fees for somebody seeking a job. Visit ExpressPros.com. As you may have realized, I watch a lot of sports. That's why I like Prime Video. It has all my sports in one app, like the National Women's Soccer League, included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report Sports add-on or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. Prime Video. It's all your favorite sports in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 to noon Eastern or 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Dan Patrick Show at FoxSportsRadio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live every day at YouTube.com slash The Dan Patrick Show. You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. What up? Good morning to you. Dan Patrick Show, Fox Sports Radio. The great Ryan Hollins alongside. I'm Doug Gottlieb. We are taking you... Throughout the morning, around the country, giving you a sense of what's going on. I mean, look, you had an incredible F1 race at, uh, at, uh, in, in Miami, which uh, led to many of the drivers wanting the course changed. Okay, sure. Uh, you got Major League Baseball. Nothing really jumped out the charts except for Angels kind of winning games. That, that's just for me and my boy Jay Stu. Um, and then we'll get to the NBA in a second. Ryan, did you watch the Kentucky Derby? I did not. I saw some of the amazing outfits, but I I did not actually watch the Derby. I saw I saw the fits. I I I was I had a little bit of FOMO, fear of missing out, man. I wanted to be there. Have you ever been? No, I have not. It's on my bucket list. Oh, it's it's great. I went uh, in two thousand eight. Um, in two thousand eight, I got to go, and it was it was incredible, incredible. I cannot imagine having been there. Saturday. So do you have do you do you know what how this all went down? No, 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 no. Okay, so basically there was a twenty horse field, a one horse pulled out, scratched on Friday, so they added another horse that was that in terms of reputation was not nearly at the level of, of everyone else. Okay. It was it was an eighty to one long shot. Eighty to one. Rich strike. And this is one of those, How I guess the question would be, now have you seen the replay at all of the race? No, no. Okay. So, you know, they say horses for courses, and, and we use horse racing analogy, you know, for, for other things in life. But basically what happened in the race, I, and m- most people don't believe that the jockey is like, well, you're just holding on, you know, and whoever has. But there's an absolute art to it for these jockeys to win multiple races, but specifically one race. So um, Rich Strike had the second highest payout in the history of the race, the $163.60. Goodness. Okay. Here's the final call. Epicenter has taken the lead as they arrive into the final furlong. Sandon is coming after him. Epicenter and Sandon. These two stride for stride. Simplification down the outside is next. 
and coming down to the wire. Epicenter's ended. Reach straight. He's coming up on the inside. Oh, my goodness. The longest shot has won the Kentucky Derby. Rich Strike has done it in a stunning, unbelievable upset. I mean, it, it was kind of out of nowhere. The horse seems smaller than the other horses. Epicenter is the favorite. And so here's basically how the, the race went. They, when they reached the quarter pole, they were at ridiculous speed. So that early speed, it, it obviously tires out some of the horses that are at the, at the front. And the late speed and horses that laid back in the cut had a better shot. And then the, the, the jockey, Sonny Leone, if you watch in the drone footage, hey, how he just kind of sat back, waited, waited, but had a clean, had a clean trip. And then at just the right moment, kind of started to go for it. And it was like kind of Moses parting the Red Sea. And he was able to be almost on the rail the entire way and then edged out around one horse. And like out of nowhere, out of nowhere. But to have an 80-to-1 shot that wasn't in the race until Friday that they just threw in and comes out of nowhere. Nowhere. Uh, I mean, it was just... It's it's one of those, I understand that there are people that struggle with it as a sport in comparison to the human stick and ball sports, right? But I think we can all wrap our head around that. Like, that's a, a movie just took place. Like, that's a movie. Well, you're right. I got to learn more about that. They, they probably will have a movie on, or at least at, at a worse, a Netflix <laughs> movie, right? And that's... That's kind of it's it, Netflix movie may be better than box office movie uh, or, or something in theaters now at the pace that we're at. But no, you're 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 right, man. And you know what I see, obviously with with the Kentucky Derby, the the excitement is the gamble with it, and I think that's something that the NBA, NFL, Major League Baseball they're adding in. But the excitement is the gambling, the experience, the you know the, the energy behind it. But I mean, Doug, my goodness, eighty to one. No, you're you're right. That is a movie. That is how did this happen? Someone's losing their job. Someone is is getting fired because this guy wasn't supposed to win. That was unbelievable. Like I'm sitting there watching, and I'm it's it's you're 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 looking for the Al Michaels call. I, you know, <laughs> do you believe in miracles? Yes. Or or the uh, was it the the uh, was it. Uh, Jack Buck, right? Like, I don't believe what I just saw. I don't believe what I just that that's it, exactly it. That this horse kind of came out of nowhere. And you know, like when they're talking even before the race, like literally nobody mentioned it. It's like, oh yeah, there's Rich Strike. No shot. Yeah. <laughs> no uh, shot. I mean And they're just winning the Kentucky Derby. It was incredible. Intelligence runs in the family, innovation runs in the family, extraordinary runs in the family. The 2022 Mercedes-Benz range of SUVs. Every member is waiting to impress. Learn more at MBUSA.com. Okay. Uh, last night, the Philadelphia 76ers took down the Miami Heat. Um, Bam Adebayo was outstanding. Jimmy Butler was outstanding. That was about it for the Miami Heat. For the, Miami, for the Philadelphia 76ers, some guy named Harden, uh, <laughs> James Harden, no, James Harden, who struggled throughout the playoffs, was great last night. Here's Harden when he's asked about the difference with him in Game Four. Nothing really changed, man. I just I made some shots. That's that's. I mean, obviously, that's I guess a game changer. But just being being aggressive and, and that fourth quarter, I think that that group that started the fourth quarter did a really good job of pushing the lead up and doing what we're supposed to do. Here's Harden talking about the team settling in. You know, think about it, we're still a fairly new team. You know, what I mean, we're down to two months in, so. Um, you know, when we finally catch a rhythm and fi- finally find something that works, you know, Joe goes out for a couple games. So um, we're finally settling into the series, and uh, we found some great things that'll work tonight and that we can, you know, capitalize on for game five. Um, yeah, so, so look, I, I look at this thing, and um, I, th- I thought to myself, this is, this is what happens with older players. Okay, older players can't do it as consistently every night. Hey, they just cannot. Can't do it consistently every night. And um, but every once in a while, they can give it to you. Am I wrong, or has, has he somehow cracked the code? I think James Harden and Doug. I don't know if we talked about this. James Harden is going to have to find out who he is at this later stage of his career. He can't be that same guy. And and I hate to say can't. I would just say it's not realistic for him to be the same guy that he was 
uh, in Houston, but he's still a darn good basketball player. And I, I think to Chris Paul, Chris reinvented himself and figured I'd be the guy who gets us to the fourth quarter when you need a clutch shot. I'll, I'll take over and I'll kind of manage and control the game and make sure that we're uh, everybody else is in great position. I think obviously James and Chris are two different players, but James is going to have to find himself as a ball player. And I think the gift and the curse was Embiid only missing those first two games, them having to play without him, and having Joel come back. I don't want to say in a limited role, but him kind of feeling his way back and hard and feeling like, hey, it's go time. I got to step up. And I think it was an excellent mix of what he needed. And there's an element where he's like, yeah, I made shots. And Doug, from his time in Houston, I know from competing against James, he would just kind of shoot himself into games. <laughs> and he'd end up with, you know, 40 points at the end of the game and have these monster outbursts because, you know, scoring threes is much quicker than twos. But that's something that we're seeing from James that he didn't he did not have the luxury of having since he left Houston just shooting himself into games. So he's got to find a way to kind of be that guy and be efficient and doesn't have the luxury to wait, Doug. Yeah, no, it's 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 really really it's it's really interesting. I mean, super interesting on the James Harden evolution, revolution, devolution, whatever it is. Obviously, if he can give you what he gave you last night, you're never going to lose your passing skills. And the shooting you would expect to kind of come around as you find rhythm, the the difference is you know, because he's always been a guy that's been able to get into a defense, I think the way in which he was officiated this year hurt him. The way in which the NBA was officiated this year hurt him. He's never been particularly good in the playoffs because the officiating uh, takes away a lot of those. You know, he's the he's the ultimate guy who throws his head back, throws the ball into people, you know, and draws fouls. But he hasn't looked right. He hasn't looked. He hasn't looked sharp in any way. So, yeah, I. I uh, I I think that's I think that's very very interesting on on if he's able to kind of capitalize on this positive momentum. That's that's that 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 that's kind of my thought there as well. I just I don't know if we can depend upon James Harden. And then the irony is they're going back to Miami, a place that you go back to when he was in the NBA Finals with Oklahoma City. That dude likes to go out, right? Does he go out and and do the get the South Beach flu again, or does he lock in? <laughs> And they take advantage of evening up the series. What about Miami? Are they are they phonies? Are they for like what? What do we make of Miami now? They're just a good basketball team, Doug. Like we're seeing a competitive series. They're a good basketball team. They're hard nosed. Um, I like to say that Jimmy Butler is a like a like a substitute teacher, a substitute superstar. Because anybody who can score fifty in the NBA Finals is definitely a superstar and and, and kind of achieve the things he does. But it's he's not just. I'm not going to say Jimmy Butler is LeBron or Kevin Durant or Steph Curry. No, he's not that. But he can fill those shoes. And Miami, it's it's hard nose, man. We're about to see the chess match. And I don't think by any means they're a bad basketball team. But the reality is they don't have a Joel Embiid. Okay, Bam Adebayo is good, but he's not Joel Embiid. And I can say even to a degree, Doug, from what we saw last night, they don't have a James Harden. They don't have a guy that can be James Harden. They can make life hard on James Harden, but they don't have a James Harden. So the star power is with Philly, and that's the intrigue there. But the grittiness, the consistency is with the Heat. So you know now Spo's going to have to do his job, but that's not the that team is not as talented as Philadelphia. And I don't think that's any disrespect to Miami. They're just a really good, tough basketball team. The way Miami likes it. Yeah, I just don't know. Can they can they score? What about what about Kyle Lowry? Like, I know he's got a bad hamstring, but man, he did not. He didn't look great. Kyle competes. The the, the one thing I've always said, Kyle's a guy I've played against my entire career. I'm excited for him. I talked to him. When we were out in Miami. Kyle competes. Kyle brings it. Kyle knows who he is. So. Kyle may go into a game and have zero points. It, it's not something to fret. It's not something to say, oh, my goodness, what's wrong with Kyle Lowry? And Kyle Lowry may score 30 points and take your last shot and make it, but Kyle competes. So, you know, you're going to have to temper your expectations of what Kyle can be, and he means so much to where the, the team is in the spot where they are because of his toughness, because of his greediness, because he does all those little things and he understands who he is. And he's going to draw those Chris Paul-like fouls. Lowry, those, that, that heady point guard play, bring consistency, but you can't go to Kyle and be like, hey, man, like, 
you know, we need 15 or 20 tonight. He can give it to you, but it's not just a foregone conclusion that that's going to be there from him, but he is a, a definitely a backbone uh, of, of your team. Like how we'll talk about Draymond. He's similar to a Draymond at the point guard position, you know, in the sense that you're not always going to expect the points, but he's going to do a lot of the glue plays that you're going to get. And unlike Draymond, he can go and score a 30-point or 20-point outing. Doug Gottlieb and Ryan Hollins in for Dan. The Danettes here on the Dan Patrick Show. I mean, that, that, it, that was one of those, the series felt over after game two. I mean, absolutely over. And now it feels completely different, Com- completely different. All right, coming up next, the-, the Kings have hired a new head coach. We'll tell you who and what this means for another potential head coach and what it may- means for- what it may mean for the Lakers as their head coaching, cons- head coaching search continues to expand. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Dan Patrick Show weekdays at 9 a.m. Eastern, 6 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You could trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. You know, you get those pieces like there was the hat, there was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the. I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what too is funny about a battleship? It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find that's not just a household item. Wow, you know I haven't even thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you could also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini games like digging for treasure or a robot Pachenko machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. As you may have realized, I watch a lot of sports. Like... A lot. That's why I like Prime Video. It has all my live sports and docs in one app. Like Giannis, The Marvelous Journey, and the National Women's Soccer League, both included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report sports add-on. Or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. All in one app with one password. Prime Video. It's all your favorite sports in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. If I could eat bacon for every meal, I I think I would. I don't think I would. Breakfast, lunch, dinner, snacks, brunch. My love for bacon is no joke. My wife, who I love as much as bacon, says I would even put bacon in cereal if I could. You know, I thought that I knew what good bacon was. Uh, Turns out, nope. I was wrong because then I tried right brand bacon and honestly, I was speechless. And you know, it takes a lot to get me speechless, Polly, but it was mind blowing how good it was. And now here I am, a man that's been eating bacon his whole life, like it's his job. And I've never tried bacon like this before. We're talking about number one, thick cut, flip your whole world upside down bacon, man. Everything from the thickness of it to how it's actually real wood smoked just makes it taste unbelievable. It's really indescribable. I can't do it justice. And you should really just try it for yourself. Yeah, don't be average. You're better than that. Do yourself a favor and get some right brand bacon in you. I'm getting upset. Experience bacon the right way. Right brand bacon. It is getting that time of the year. It's Miller time. You don't need a watch or a clock to tell you. It's Miller time. Weather gets a little bit warmer. All of a sudden, the beer gets a little colder. It's beer cracking season. It, it, whoa, okay. I don't know if it says that on the calendar. It's a beer that strips away everything you don't need and holds on to what matters the most. It's a light beer that tastes like beer. That's why I reach for a Miller Lite. And it's less filling. Only 96 calories. They've been doing this since 1975. They have perfected it. You know, that... Summer afternoon, we're coming into that time of the year. Be like, oh, man. Crack one? Yes, or two. Don't look at your watch. Don't look at the clock. Don't look at the calendar. You know. Miller Lite, the great taste, less filling, tastes like Miller time. 
To get Miller Lite delivered right to your door, visit MillerLite.com slash Patrick, or you can pretty much find it anywhere that sells beer. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories per 12 ounces, fewer calories, fewer carbs than premium regular beer. Miller Lite. Doug Gottlieb in for Dan and the Danettes, Dan Patrick Show, Fox Sports Radio. Ryan Hollins alongside as uh, as we take you through a weekend of stories, a weekend of games, weekend of news. Here's some news that dropped last night. Sacramento Kings are going to hire Mike Brown as Warriors assistant, give him a four-year contract, become the net franchise's next head coach. Okay, so supposedly Mark Jackson and Mike Brown were the finalists. They hired Mike Brown. So now the Lakers have talked to Mark Jackson and others with Zoom calls. They're waiting to see if Doc Rivers and Quinn Snyder become available. Um, I guess the question becomes, you know, if you've interviewed Terry Stotts and Darvin Ham and Adrian Griffin, as well as Mark Jackson, does not getting the King's job, Ryan, in your mind, make it more or less likely that Mark Jackson would get the Lakers job? Well, it's, it's definitely a plus, and, you know, the chess game behind the scenes is is that the Kings jumped on their guy before the Lakers possibly could have, and what you do is you put a little more pressure on the Lakers. Um, when I see Mark Jackson as a hire, uh, clearly this is, you know, something that LeBron would like, but I think it's a no-brainer for the Lakers. This is why I say that, Doug. With those three personalities in the locker room, the only thing that Frank Vogel did wrong is not be on the same page with his guys. The NBA is a player's league. Ultimately, at the end of the day, Doug, however it wants to wind up, it's very likely that Russell Westbrook is going to be a Laker unless something unforeseen happens. He wasn't able to be moved last year. So it comes down to respect. Mark Jackson, a good friend of mine, a guy who mentored me while I was in, in college in the NBA and broadcasting and so forth and so forth, that's just who Mark is, commands respect. And... When you have Anthony Davis, you have LeBron James, you have Russell Westbrook, you got to get on the same page with those guys. You have to find a way to get them to play hard. You have to relate to them. And Mark Jackson has that ability because I don't want to say you could be stuck with those guys, but you may not have many options if you're the Lakers in this offseason to to move forward. And I, I know, Doug, you've heard the speculation of, you know, moving on from LeBron James or moving on from Anthony Davis and shaking things up. I just don't think it's going to happen. So you got to find a way to get on the same page. And I think Mark Jackson is going to garner that respect. And it may, may be more about the respect than, you know, whatever you, you may think a coach has better X's and O's or does something else better. You just got to get someone that those guys are going to be on the same page with. I, I like the idea of the res- I, I understand the respect factor, right? And I mean, part of coaching in the NBA is they have to respect you. Part of getting that respect is you have to have won before as a player, as a coach, mostly as a coach. Um, I don't think Mark Jackson is going to be the coach of the Lakers. I, mm. just, I just don't. Um, I think that the association with Clutch helps and hurts him. Yes. It helps him get in the conversation, but I'm pretty sure that there's enough in the uh, uh, in the Lakers' front office that are like, yeah, we're not going to have our best players, both our best players, and our coach also all be represented by one agency who, oh, yeah, by the way, was the one who wanted us to go get Russell Westbrook, which has been an abject disaster to begin with, right? That, that just doesn't, it doesn't, doesn't, uh, it seems like it, especially with that place that's a small shop, I don't see it happening. In addition to the fact that, I mean, like, look, hasn't gotten a job since he got fired in Golden State. And what do what do all these other people know that we don't know? That that's I think kind of the feeling there. Um, the with the Mark Jackson I know, dude, I liked him. We worked at ESPN together. He's, I mean, I grew up idolizing Mark Jackson. He's an incredible passing point guard. Um, the everything that came out of Golden State when he left was not good, and it was the rest of the organization that he, that he had turned off. That was a long time ago, and people do evolve and people do change. But I think what came out of Golden State and the fact that he's aligned with Clutch, I, I don't, I don't see it happening. I, I I don't see it being some somebody that I could be wrong. I don't see that being somebody that even Phil Jackson would advise. And he's I'm obviously kind of part of the process. I don't see that one one happening. I do think they need to respect somebody, but 
would you respect a Darvin Ham, um, who of course played in the league and has coached in the league for a long time? Like, you know, who are, who of the other guys would you respect? I I don't know who or uh, or um, an Adrian Griffin. Uh, the, the Terry Stotts thing feels like, I mean, obviously he was a player and he's been a coach even in their division, and they played a, he played a style that I think is likable. I just think if you have that team, I don't think they're going anywhere with Russell Westbrook. I don't know where. I don't know how you have to get on the same page when he can't shoot. He has to have the ball. He can't play without the ball in his hands, and he's on a team where he's at best the thir- the third best guy you'd want to have the ball in his hands. Like it just. I don't see it. Well, it, it sounds like from all the reports, he and Frank Vogel, or he just kind of tuned out Frank Vogel. It seemed Correct. like it was it was pretty lost. Where, you know, hey Russ, we got LeBron. We we want him to do his thing. We want you to help. Let let's get on the same page. And it just didn't work out. And Russ is like, I'm Russ. <laughs> I'm me. Okay, I've done this for a long time. You're not going to tell me kind of what to do. So that's why I can't like, – like a look at it, it's like, hey, Doug, you may say Mark Jackson's not the guy, and those other two guys, Darvin Ham and, and and Griffin, you know, kind of first opportunities. I don't know if you want to throw a first opportunity coach into this situation unless you're planning on blowing this thing up. But I think if you are planning on moving forward, it's, it's, it's going to have to absolutely be respect as the bottom line because if I'm saying, hey, Russ um, – I'm gonna I'm gonna sit you early in the third, and we'll bring you back to play all the fourth. And he ain't on the same page with it. It's not gonna end well. The, even though you can, you we can point a lot of fingers at Russell Westbrook. Like they weren't on the same page. The respect wasn't there. And you know, Russ is to that point where you're stepping back and you're saying, "Hey, you're not giving the same output. So are you still having the same say?" And the Lakers are in a position that you can't just move forward from Russ and and it and it and you snap your fingers like you got to make this thing work. You got to find a way to get on the same page with them. And let say maybe it's not Mark Jackson. You got to get someone that those three guys sit down and they're okay with. And I do understand you are absolutely right, Doug. That clutch gets you in the door, but is clutch the right way to go? Because LeBron James is up in age, and after this last year, um. If he was putting his name behind certain players, it just it just didn't end well. It didn't it didn't go right. And I I, I don't know the inner workings of who's to blame, but it, there's a narrative saying that well, LeBron, we kind of brought in the guys that you like, and it it, it didn't work. So it, you are right with that, Doug. I just I don't know who can fix it. You know, well, I just but, I just think they got to be on the same page, right? Like like maybe I I think I'll but say like this. same page is like whatever. Like can. Can you win an NBA championship with Russell on the court with those other two? Yes. Th- this is why. This is why. For one, you need your middle class. They lost their middle class. So Taylor Horton Tucker, Taylor, Taylor Horton Tucker playing part of the year killed the Lakers. Okay, that was Caruso. And, and that was uh, KCP. Losing those guys was huge. And then the other guy, none who was supposed to be an upgrade, more offensive-minded, skilled Never got on the floor the entire year. That mer- that that just took the Lakers out. And I think someone may, you, and to answer your question, can you win a champion? If Russ somehow flourishes in a, and I think this was the idealistic situation in like a six man role. Like, hey Russ, we're not going to give you the team over LeBron. You'll have minutes together, but the second unit, go be free, get up and down, change tempo, have fun. You know, gamble defensively a little bit if you'd like. Go be free. You got to get Russ to buy into a role that fits for the team, and I think he can definitely be that. Russ was not as bad as people make it seem this year. Yes, he's airballed, shot stuff off the backboard. I get it. Those clips go viral in the quickness, and that's the generation we live in. Russ was not as bad as people make out. Russ just needs a team around him, a situation around him that can allow him to flourish. So, I say that in a sense that maybe his freedom is more so in the second unit, and that may be a blow to a guy as great as Russ is to his ego. And and I think maybe you just got to get on the same page with him. But like I said, I, I think they their their problems more so defensively and with the middle class. Doug, I I agree, I agree. But like, look again, you mentioned their problems defensively, and does Anthony Davis help some of that? Sure. Yes. Okay. But what hurts it is like Russell Westbrook doesn't guard. LeBron James can't nearly guard the way he used to. Nope. He's just not. You can, you, let's let's have realistic expectations of a guy at 38. You know, for 38, he's unbelievable, but he's still 38. 
And then the team went from two years ago they went in the bubble with the best defensive team in the league to one in which they tried to create an offensive team, but they didn't have shooting. Like, it's a mess, and I just don't know, like, do I do I like the idea of, hey, Russ, listen, we're going to play you off the bench in that, you know, Bobby Jackson role in that, um, uh, I mean, you know, you, you, you pick you know, Jamal Crawford sort of role, whatever. Now, clearly he's not the shooter, but he is the high-volume player. The problem is you have to have a second team. If you have him on the second team, you have to have a second team that has all shooting around him. Well, they don't have that. They also, like, how do you navigate kind of the defensive things? Not just getting him to buy in to roll and to coming out the bench, but then now you have to go out and get, if he's the sixth man, now you have to go out and get three starters. And you don't have any money to go get three starters. Like, I, I I don't know how you fix it if he's on the roster. I just don't. And if you get him off the roster... Nobody's going to take on that contract unless they're giving you some something back they don't want in return. Like not, nobody's going to go like, oh, hey, we'll take Russell Westbrook and $45 million, and here we'll give you a couple of our best players so you can go out and win an NBA championship. Like, that's not real, reality. I just don't know how you fix that. <laughs> I don't know where the I don't know where the money comes from. I don't know where the the players come from, right? Because it's they 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 rid themselves of all the draft picks. Now I I know they'll buy their way into the second round, but a second round pick is not going to really really help them. Like they legit need three starters. You know, had they just hung on to Contavious Caldwell Pope and Alex Caruso and made the Buddy Heald trade. They'd be in a completely different space than they are now. No, as of now, I, I don't know how you fix it, and I don't think Mark Jackson gets a shot to do so. Well, you're going to have to focus on what you can control, and a lot of those guys that were just on one-year deals, you're going to have to go get a bunch of three and D guys. Those are guys that can knock down open shots and defend their tails off. That was KCP. That was kind of Caruso in that role. And you're going to have to get them on on a on a minimum deal, and then with that mid-level exception, like. That is like nine one one area. Like with that mid level exception, like you got to get a steal. You got to get a guy that is worth so much more, and you got to like LeBron. Like you got to give him a part in your next movie. Like Russ, you got to give him a piece of the clothing line. Like you guys got to go get. So- they got to get someone on that mid level exception that is a steal and and it can play starter minutes and can be you know one of those guys. But they got to get younger. Like. They gotta. I mean that 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 minimum market. They gotta buy in in a different type of way there, and and really do their work. And you know maybe it, there's a diamond in the rough. You know, and I thought Stanley Johnson was pretty good for him, but they're gonna have to get those. Hey, then those those uncovered gems that nobody knows about, and they gotta be better defensively. <laughs> That's first and foremost because, like you said, it Doug, LeBron ain't don't LeBron don't have the energy to defend. And when you put them on the floor at Russ, those are two guys that are used to letting the other four guys work around them, and then they, you know, they can turn it on and off when they need to. Yeah, I, I, that one's going to be going to be fascinating. Uh, recently washed my car, by the way, and noticed some light swirls on the paint. I don't know if you, you've ever done that when you wash your car. I grabbed um, uh, McGuire's Hybrid Ceramic Pre-Wax Prep, the newest member of their hybrid ceramic family, easy to use. Easy to use, and it left the paint glossy, and the color really pops. Now back out on the road, McGuire's ceramic made easy. All right, um, the most amusing part of the weekend came before the F1 race in Miami. Wait till you hear a couple of these interviews, and then we'll just play them for you, and then you may have seen the viral videos, and then we'll discuss. We'll do that. Upcoming next, Ryan Hollins, up Doug Gottlieb. This is the Dan Patrick Show. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. 
And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You could trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. You know, you get those pieces like there was the hat. There was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what, too? It's funny about a battleship. It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find that's not just a household item. Wow, you know I haven't even thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you could also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini games like Digging for Treasure or a robot Pachenko machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. As you may have realized, I watch a lot of sports. Like... A lot. That's why I like Prime Video. It has all my live sports and docs in one app. Like Giannis, The Marvelous Journey, and the National Women's Soccer League, both included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report sports add-on. Or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. All in one app with one password. Prime Video. It's all your favorite sports in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. If I could eat bacon for every meal, I think I would. I don't think I would. Breakfast, lunch, dinner, snacks, brunch. My love for bacon is no joke. My wife, who I love as much as bacon, says I would even put bacon in cereal if I could. You know, I thought that I knew what good bacon was. Uh, Turns out, nope. I was wrong because then I tried right brand bacon. And honestly, I was speechless. And, you know, it takes a lot to get me speechless, Polly. But it was mind blowing how good it was. And now here I am, a man that's been eating bacon his whole life like it's his job. And I've never tried bacon like this before. We're talking about number one, thick cut, flip your whole world upside down bacon, man. Everything from the thickness of it to how it's actually real wood smoked just makes it taste unbelievable. It's really indescribable. I can't do it justice. And you should really just try it for yourself. Yeah, don't be average. You're better than that. Do yourself a favor and get some right brand bacon in you. I'm getting upset. Experience bacon the right way. Right brand bacon. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise set several generations after the last installment in which apes are the dominant species. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike and embark on a journey that will redefine the planet. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX, now playing and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. Doug Gottlieb and Ryan Hollins in for Dan the Danettes here on the Dan Patrick Show, Fox Sports Radio. Um, okay, so have you have you watched F one at all this year? It's like kind of become. It's like a thing. It's like a thing. You know, it's it's kind of become a thing. Have you watched it at all this year, Ryan? No, no, no. I I, I missed it. You got you're gonna have to bring me in. You're gonna have to catch me up to speed, Doug. As you do a great job. Okay, of. so F1 is it's the greatest racing on earth. Right? We think like NASCAR has has leapfrogged uh, IndyCar racing here in the states in terms of popularity. The IndyCars are faster, more agile cars, but NASCAR is more popular in the states. In the world, F1 is the most popular. They're the fastest. Those are the the best drivers in the world. Drive, uh, drive F1 carts, right? And the speed is unbelievable. But it's also like a who's who um, at the at these events. I mean, I'm a real legit a who's who. And usually, right, they occur overseas. But they've had it. They had it in Austin. It was huge. And yesterday, they had it in Miami. Well, there's a famous uh, reporter's name is Martin Brundle, right? Martin Brundle. And he's a former driver, actually. And he was an F1 driver. But he's been a commentator uh, really since, like, the mid to late 90s. 
So here's a guy who was a super, super successful F1 driver. He's been to these events forever. And they give him they give him a mic, and he just kind of walks around. And, I mean, you name it, the guy is there or the woman is there. And, and in the States, you know, our biggest stars are actors, actresses, movie stars, but also athletes. Serena, Venus Williams was there, David Beckham. Um, b- but there was, some, there was some interesting stuff that happened. Here's Martin Brundle. Remember, the guy's in his early 60s. Um, and he's a probably average height, older-looking white guy, white hair. You know, he's just walking around with a microphone, and he walks up to Paolo Boncaro. Paolo Boncaro, I know you know this, but for people who don't, that's the kid that played at Duke um, from uh, from Washington, right? His, both his parents were athletes at the University of Washington. So he's from the States, but even though his name is Paolo Boncaro and he has citizenship in Italy, like it's not like he has a foreign accent or he speaks a different language. But take a listen to what happened when Brundle walked up to Paolo Boncaro. I don't think you can hear me up there. Patrick, how are you? Good, good to see you on the grid here. What do you think of this atmosphere? This is crazy. I've never been to an F1 race. This is, this is spectacular. It's amazing to be allowed right in the middle of the competitors just before the race starts. Yeah, now you can see they locked in. It reminds me of myself. The real focus. Okay, it's not Patrick. That's why he ignored me in the beginning. But what is your name, sir? Paolo Bancaro. Right, okay. Well, I thought I was talking to somebody else. So I'm sorry about that. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, he has still, when he said Paolo Bancaro, he has no idea, which is okay, right? I mean, that's got to be a bit of an ego shot to Paolo Bancaro, who might be the number one overall pick in the NBA draft. But. Who do people mistaken you for, Ryan? They walk up to you and, the, and you know you're you're obviously you play in the NBA, but everybody thinks looking at you, you play in the NBA. G- give me the names of people who people have called you. So, one of the frustrating stories I had. Uh, I'll be quick. I I, I go to NBA All Star Weekend, and before that, we played the Detroit Pistons. And we played the Pistons. This was at the time when Rashid was on the team. I remember Rashid drives up. He Rashid used to drive this like crazy, like monster truck, like outdoors, <laughs> like like just like absolute outwoods vehicle. And he shows up, and you know me and Rashid talk before the game. I've had to guard Rashid in games. He knows who I am. I see Rashid literally days later at All Star Weekend, and he runs up to me the same time of uh, the dunk contest, and he goes, "I got my money on you." I got my money on you, man. Hey, he got some stuff in his bag. I think he going to win it. I think you got this, man. And he's in front of a bunch of his guys, and they realize that he has mistaken me for Jamario Moon, and he thinks that I'm there for the dunk contest, and I'm frustrated with Rasheed Wallace, North Carolina. Great because he's telling me about winning, and I'm like, Rasheed, I saw you days ago. We just played you guys. Now, obviously, I was playing for the Charlotte Bobcats at the time, so we weren't that relevant, but it was frustrating. And then in the airport. Wait, wait, you played against Rashid and he thought you were somebody else? Yeah, that just lets you know that. Like, that's even more of a Ben Carroll than than what just happened with the guy calling him Patrick Mahomes. And he's probably like, Mahomes is like 6'9, dude. What's going on? For those, Mahomes is probably about 6'2, 6'3. Ben Carroll's like 6'9, 6'10. He's probably like, wow, this Mahomes guy. Guys, it's amazing. Then at the airport, you know, I get the Goo Goo Gaga eyes. The like, wow, Rudy Gobert, sir, please sign this autograph. And I'm like, dude, I would have a game right now. Well, I would be at my game and not in the airport. I am not Rudy Gobert. Okay, <laughs> that's 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 classic. All right, there 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 was more. Um, this is when he calls Venus Williams Serena. Serena, good to see you. So uh, tell us, what do you think of this event here in Miami? Oh, we love having Lewis and all the drivers in Miami, so wishing them luck. It's the first time of many. Hey. Oh, what's the question? Is it- <laughs> no, it doesn't really matter. Just uh, good to hear. Nice nice to talk to you, actually, but uh, we'll uh, want to back down. But that was a nice. Yeah, that one. That one was was interesting. Um, have you seen this guy, uh, Giancula 
uh, Vachi. Have you ever seen that guy on? Um, he's like more. You see him on social media. He's all he rolls around like a Lamborghini or whatever. Um, he's like an Italian dude, glasses, good hair, older. Um, anyways, the international businessman. Take a listen to Martin Brundle interviewing him. The grandstands must be nearly empty. Uh, sir, I don't know who you are, but I'd like to know who you are. I'm Martin Brundle from Skype. You, you look a very interesting character. Social media sensation, let's say this. <laughs> and modest too. And uh, yeah, so uh, wh- what do you do on social media? Yeah, that was uncomfortable. Then he chased down <laughs> David Beckham. <laughs> Get quite pushy in here, aren't we? And uh, have a have a chat with him. What we'll do is we'll head him off at the pass, and uh, uh, a quick David Martin Brundle Sky. David, have you got a quick? Have you got a minute for us? That's the second time he's blanked me. Didn't even get a free kick in that one. So he's going for it. Look, to be fair, David's going for a a team shot down there. So um, we'll, uh, well, we'll try again because, yeah, we don't want to be that much offside, do we? What, what I don't want to do is crash into the... David, Martin Brundle, Sky, can you have a quick word with you? Can we have a quick word? Yeah, we need to just probably move out of the way, but you know sport in Miami well. You've got a football team here. You're hoping to build a new stadium. What do you reckon to all this? It's amazing. It's what Miami does best. You know, it's a sporting town, uh, an entertainment town, um, and I think today's incredible. It's going to be amazing. Good. Who's your money on? We'll see. <laughs> All right. Watch the anthem. Uh, so he did. He got his man. He got David Beckham. It, the other thing is, like, you, you do notice when you travel internationally, and, of course, this is now, like, ESPN basically broadcast Sky, right, is you get there and you're like, it's a completely different way of watch, in, ingesting sporting events, you know, from when you watch, when, when you watch soccer and not just them calling it football, but just the way in which things are described, the way in which it's really kind of fascinating. But the Brundle thing was, it was like a beautiful disaster. It's like you're watching it, you're like, this is so hilariously bad, but is this what they, is this what, why it is what it is? And I guess the answer is yes. It's, it's really quite fascinating. Hey, man, uh, I just noticed this man right here brought uh, it, a lot of attention to, <laughs> to the race than, than necessary. So I, 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 he was probably on the verge of getting that media pass revoked, but he may he may have turned it into a thing. <laughs> uh, Rex uh, Rex uh, hit me with the notes. Uh, pa- Paolo was an All-State quarterback at O'Day in, in Seattle. Of course, his dad was a football player at the University of Washington. So maybe you got that part right. He, maybe he's like Pat Mahomes. But I love that you get – I get the I get the Seth Davis. Uh, I, I've gotten the Seth Davis. Oh! Seth Davis like, nah, nah, different build. Different, different, other, other white Jewish guy. Um, the other, other white, but the, the getting mistaken for people, that's amazing. The Rasheed Wallace one is amazing because it, it's very normal for somebody who doesn't play. Like, you know yes. – how often do you see a footer? You know, you like walk up on a seven footer, like, all right, I'm just gonna take a guess here. You know, I, I you'll you'll get the for the rest. Of, there's plenty of tall dudes that get the who do you play for, and they're like, huh? They don't even play basketball. But uh, the Rasheed Wallace not knowing who you are is kind of amazing. Yeah. Oh well, you want to know who else got me? <laughs> we got time for this, Doug. So yeah, I'm in Vegas, summer league. I'm eating with Mike Chudell. You know, we have a dinner. I did start off doing radio with Chudell uh, over at the other network. And um, we're there for summer league, so we're going to grab a bite to eat. And we're in one of these restaurants where you – I forget what the name of it was, but, like, to get to the bathroom, you have to go up an elevator and do your deal. And as I go up the elevator, I get out, run into my childhood hero, who is a part of a series right now who's being portrayed. It, what, what is the, the, the deal, the, the Lakers deal? Um. Uh. What. What is. What's the name of it again, Doug? The The Lakers deal. That's winning on HBO. Time. Game time, right? Winning time. Winning time, right? I run into Magic Johnson. I played ten years in the league. I'm an LA guy. Yeah. I've never run into Magic Johnson. Right. So, of course, he, he turns on the smile. It's the Magic Man. Okay. He can't turn it off. I'm on the way to the bathroom, and I'm stopping. We're not in the bathroom yet, so I'm not. I'm not that guy. I'm not in the bathroom, with Magic. I'm outside. I'm at the elevator, right? And hey, Magic, how you doing, man? You've done so much for L.A. Thank you. 
He looks at me. We're having this great conversation. I'm like, dude, in the back of my mind, I don't care if I play team. It's Magic Johnson, right? Magic then on goes to say, man, congratulations on the championship. I think you guys, you played great. I'm so happy for you guys, man. And, you know, you're a heck of a player. You know, you've really done your thing. And at that moment, Doug, Who do you think you were? I'm starting to realize Magic Johnson thinks he's talking to Sean Livingston. And in the, <laughs> in the back of Magic's mind, he's probably going, dang, I knew I was a big guard. I knew I was, a, I was 6'9 running to one. This sucker might be seven feet. Sean Livingston is a monster. <laughs> Did you Ma- tell him? I couldn't. Yeah. It's magic. Yeah. I couldn't. I know. I couldn't. It's magic. No, I know. You can't correct people. No, not magic. Maybe somebody, not magic, dude. <laughs> no, you, 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 can't, you can't correct people. We all have different ideas about success. We achieve it at different times, different ways as we strive for our financial goals. We can't afford to make mistakes or go out alone. Invest in your success. Invest with Stiefel, financial advisor, Stiefel, Nicholas & Company, Incorporated, member SIPC and NYSE. All right, with Sean Livingston. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Not <laughs> Ryan Hollins, I'm Doug Gottlieb. We'll get into the Dallas debacle. Last night, next on the Dan Patrick Show. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff, are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you ask two people the same seven questions. I'm Mini Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including Courtney Cox, Rob Delaney, Liz Fair, and many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie. Because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to More Than a Movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.